he dropped the 50. to a special episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Xavier. And in this actual roundtable I'm at today, I am joined by Danny and Anthony. What's up? How's it going? And uh, we're going a little off the beaten track here for today. We're actually over at Danny's place uh, using one of our backup mics to record some fun content for you all today. So I really hope you enjoy it. Um, It's great, first of all, to have Danny back from his... uh, Wild, not so wild, but very fun European vacation. Yeah, I'm glad to be back and kick Zach off my chair. <laughs> yeah, well, once we're back in the studio, that is, he officially will kick him off. <laughs> I'll make sure they get video on that. But uh, very quickly, uh, you were in Europe uh, just as the Queen passed away, right? Yeah. Yeah, that must that have was... been weird in England, right? Or in the UK in general. It was crazy. In the sense of, like, you know, some streets were closed, everyone was coming to see Buckingham Palace and kind of just bring flowers and stuff like that. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't more of like a sad feeling, but, you know, everyone was definitely there to show support and mm-hmm. um, a bunch of people from all around the world. Any any specific weirdos? I've seen some stuff online. I'm just like, what is going on here? No, but, okay, no it was good. pretty smooth. When you're cool, there. Man. I feel like the day That's we good. left, London, that was when they were bringing the Queen over to the UK, so I feel like that would have been... Yeah, she was first in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, moral. yeah. All right, nice. So we, we went at the perfect time. Okay. But, cool, man. Yeah, it'll regale us of some of those exploits later on, hopefully. <laughs> but um, we've basically gathered here today uh, to talk about some fun stuff. Uh, before we go through our recently watched, uh, we had the Emmys, the 2022 Emmys go off, and we had... Uh, some pretty exciting winners, a couple of, you know, uh, dark horses, and then you had your power plays, power players, I should say, come through and uh, really kind of clean up. So um, I know Anthony uh, is really invested in a lot of the drama side. So um, were you surprised that Succession won? For- <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I haven't seen it at all, but it has won the past couple of years. So not really. It's It's one of those kind of like Game of Thrones where... When that show was on almost every single year, it won the show. So I'm not surprised. I mean, it's HBO. Yeah. And like you had a few, uh, you had two HBO shows on this year nominated, which were uh, Succession and um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've seen Euphoria. Yeah. Euphoria had a good season. I think season one was a little bit better, but season two had some really good standout individual episodes. And I think that. Specifically, one episode led to uh, Zendaya winning, and that was a kind of big surprise. But I, I kind of knew it too. I think <laughs> I called that one because yeah, she was excellent in that season. Yeah, she was. She's back to back winning. Yeah, she's actually yeah. won twice now. Yeah, twice in a row for for that role for both seasons. So she's like, uh, awesome. she's like, what's her name from Marvelous Miss <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Um, is it Monahan? Rachel Brosnahan? Sorry, yeah. Like I remember, like she won back to back for those first two seasons. Uh, yeah, so 
going to Zendaya's winning for Euphoria, and she was up against heavy hitters too. Right. I think she's like the first woman of her age to to win back to back. She's only like twenty six, I think. Yeah. So, probably the youngest to win back to back. Yeah. So it's pretty. pretty it's awesome crazy now. to win back to back. Yeah. yeah. And again, heavy hitters. You had Sandra O. Oh, Jody Cormer, Laura Linney, and Ozark this season was nuts. Yeah. Um, like she might be back because Ozark also did one of those part one and part two. So I don't know if part two of Ozark uh, went past the deadline for this year's Emmys. It might have, just what? like Better Call Saul did. When did part one come out? Part one Ozark? came out like in I think March, March or April. And it took like a two month break and then it came back in June or July. So then maybe that's that that'll happen. Maybe. With, maybe? Yeah. We can only hope. Like, it could be why some of these shows did split up this season. Because they're hedging their bets. Like, well, that's, that's the well, new thing now, Netflix, right? Netflix did that with, with uh, Ozark because I think they were just trying something new. Yeah. So they did it with Ozark and they did it with Stranger Things. So Stranger Things next year is also going to be nominated because they split theirs. Even though their second season is only... Their second part was only two episodes. But yeah. I'm sure just for their finale alone, they're probably going to get some awards. <laughs> It's not if not for like directing or storytelling, but uh, for something. So. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but I, I, w- I could hope that yeah they did the sec the back half of it because like Jason Bateman, uh, put in a whole lot of work. Yeah. Uh, that just did some really really good stuff overall in that man because, um, yeah I I was I was kind of like what was it like late to the train and I was like oh yeah I'm kind of late to this whatever but. Um, cause like to the, to the season premiere, I'd seen the show as it was coming out, but, um, you know, just a lot of surprisingly good drama, um, like going into like the, uh, like comedies and yeah, sorry, going, continuing on like the drama side, like the, uh, you have like writing obviously went to succession too, but lead actor, that was where the, that's the dark horse that really came through. Um, I think we've all here collectively have seen Squid Game, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm pretty sure it was Zach that hadn't seen it. Yeah, Zach hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, he's uh, not with the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> of, you know, I mean, but, he hasn't seen that. He hasn't seen Stranger Things. It's like he has something out for Netflix, even though like Netflix got him into <laughs> F1. Like, I don't get it. But anyway, like Lee Jung Jae, like uh, for Squid Game, was very surprising. Yeah. Yeah, he ended up winning. Um, very surprising because I mean. Everyone on this list is super heavy hitter. I think I know Brian Cox has won in the past for Succession. Yep. I really wanted Bob Odenkirk to win. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted Adam Spe- Scott to win. Especially with that statistic that they yeah. said that Federico Saul hasn't won anything in the past like six years that they nominated. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, like, you know, newcomer Adam Scott is normally in for a lot of comedy severance. Oh, severance, man. <laughs> severance just hit everybody. Like, just hit hit him with, with a hook. My mind. He's technically playing like two different characters on He's technically <laughs> playing two different characters, yes. Um and uh it would have been nice to have him uh go through same thing with uh Christopher Walken and John Turturro Yeah. Uh for best supporting actors in uh dramas. But uh going into that one, I forgot who won that one. Need Actors Unlimited. You could have sworn I actually did the homework, but it looks like I did it. No, I'm kidding. Here it is. Um, I get... So, like, you... Again, Succession is just being so, so strong. Matthew McFadden, I've seen him in other, other work. He's, like, awesome in Operation Mincemeat, that movie I've, I've mentioned a few... Quite a few episodes in the past. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, he he's great. He's a great actor. But um, you had a lot of people uh, from you know the two other people from Squid Game. You had I think it was uh, yeah, Kieran Culkin also on Succession. Billy Crudup from The Morning Show. He's arguably one of the best things of that show. Yeah, like he takes that to the you know to really like uh, his scenes are really like the st- some of the standout scenes of Dr. that show. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> This is talking about the 2009 Watchmen movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's shot good. well. It's pretty. It's a pretty movie, but whatever. Um, and it, his his scene in that movie was fantastic. The yeah. whole, like, ten-minute backstory scene. Transformation scene, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be, like, chapter three in the, in the thing. But anyway, um, then supporting actress, yeah, Julia Garner. Kind of, like, that was... It was good for her. Yeah. She She's was one before, right? I believe so, yeah. but yeah, she was. She's great. She's been great throughout the whole show. Again, another one where it's like almost everyone on this list is like a no brainer. So it wouldn't really have mattered. It's a pretty solid list. But I really, again, just like with Bob Odenkirk, Ray Seahorn definitely should have won. She's been uh, like a supreme standout character on the show of like a spin-off series of Breaking Bad and she was one of the new characters that you had no idea what it was. You just know you know who Saul Goodman was, but she's a new character. I was introduced in the show and she was great. Like her evolution since the beginning of the of the show is, is And I've heard she really only cool. just gets better and yeah. better. Yeah, and she gets better, better every better like every better. season, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it was really fun to watch. Oh, man. And like, Christina Ricci have a soft spot for Christina Ricci, but I haven't seen Same. the show yet. I haven't seen Yellow Jackets, I mean, it's yeah. nominated for Best Drama, so it's, you know, I've heard extremely good things about Yellow Jackets. Cindy Sweeney also did an excellent job in Euphoria. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to actually bring She's that up. Like, like what you master thought. of, like, crying and talking talking talking, crying crying screaming crying like yeah she's really good (laughs) she's just winning (laughs) she's gonna be in Madam Web so Mm -hmm. it's a big cast list for Madam Web yeah I remember that Adam Scott nuts yeah Adam Scott is. I think he's like might be Peter's dad yeah nobody knows who anybody is yet they haven't really announced it but they just keep announcing actors and they're like (laughs) Who's this person gonna play? And Sony has me a little scared. I'm just like, come on, guys. Uh, Morbius didn't. <laughs> it's Morbius's father. He's, <laughs> he's got to be Morbin again. But there won't be any blood because why have blood in a vampire movie? Uh, I don't. Good question. Yeah. Who knows? Just no dancing, Matt Smith. Apparently. Oh now, my god! Now he's dancing with dragons. Now he's dancing with dragons. This that book, that montage, that, mon- <laughs> that montage of the push-ups hey, and the everything. But it was good though. <laughs> like. Was it though? It was. Yes. Like, even Look. though, like, the movie was crappy, he, like, gave it his all. He's like, I have these stupidest lines, but I'm going to give it my all. I've said it before. It's like, <laughs> and then with the he's music cursed. That, yeah. That song it was, choice. It was so weird. It, it, he, he's just, he's cursed with having just, like, great roles on TV and then the worst yeah. roles in film. He's oh, definitely that's an agent problem. I don't know if that's his problem. He's Does he have the same agent as uh, Toby Kevill? Like, what's going on here? Like, Cody Banks? I don't know. <laughs> he's definitely Maybe. great in TV. Like, yeah, man. Top Freaking Doctor Who, The Queen, and Hot D, but... Or the Hot, Hot D. The Crown, the yeah. Crown. yeah. First two seasons of The Crown, man. Really good. The, um, oh! That reminds Dude, me. He was in Terminator, Jen Weiss's. Jen Weiss's? <laughs> yeah. I did not watch that. I saw it. It wasn't good. Wasn't Amelia Clark also in that? Yeah. 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 So it was a weird... It's a Double hockey. <laughs> double hockey. <laughs> double Targaryen action. No. 
Um, but kind of going into the bit of the uh, was a bit of the drama. Uh, you saw that White Lotus cleaned up pretty well. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I mean, I watched it, I enjoyed it, but it's only one season, right? Yeah, I think it's one of those like an anthology. So I think there's gonna be a season two, but it's gonna be with I think it's different Italy. people. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be with different people, but um. I don't know, like, I, I remember liking it, but I also remembered that it was just, like, it was pretty good. Like, it was, I I didn't think at all that it was going to have so many nominations and Emmys. And when it did, I was very surprised. But mm-hmm. for sure, the one that I knew 100% that it was going to be nominated and it won was the theme song. <laughs> the theme song is I remember awesome. you calling it. The theme song is awesome. Like that's definitely one that I do not skip. Everybody cool. needs to, as, as indeed, no matter where we are, we don't skip intros in this house. But you have to uh, listen to that theme song. Like I know people who don't follow this rule that we have that also don't skip the intro because it's just that catchy. It's this weird, like island beat, and it's just people. It's like, very, it's just, it gets really yeah. It's jungly. very reminiscent of like how the show is. It has like a strange and awkward like undertones in the background of the music. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it works very well with the show and even just the score for the whole show is is the same where uh, when there's tense moments that yep. like the music ramps up and yeah, it's it's good. The show's good, but at least for me, I don't think it was like best show worthy, but then again the category it was in was only limited, limited show so anthology. I don't th- I don't know if I saw any of the other ones, so I, I can't really tell if it's better than the others, but uh definitely give it a watch. It's on HBO. Yeah, uh, see it won for itself. best yeah, it also won for best writing. I mean, all the act all uh, the directing. Yeah, the acting's great. All the actors in it were good. The writing was okay because I they did advertise it um as like a comedy. It's not really a comedy, or at least I didn't laugh that often. Dramedy? It, yeah, it's a dramedy. It's a drama with uh, a couple yeah. of funny moments in it. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Right, I recommend it. And it but gave uh, it gave Jennifer Coolidge uh, a well deserved win, from what I've heard. Right, Jennifer Coolidge won, and uh, what's his face? Um, something Murray. What's his name? Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett yeah. won. Uh, he was great, for sure. I would have picked him to win, but not Jennifer Coolidge. I'm not sure why. Um, you put Daddario over Jennifer Coolidge? Probably just because she had more screen time and she, I feel like she did more. Mm. Coolidge, Coolidge was always like, a, oh, let's get back to what this character is doing. Uh-huh. And it felt like she was just kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. It was like good, but it was just like, okay. I saw this the first few episodes, and this, they just keep showing it. And they get in it, yeah. But whatever. I mean, she won, so congrats for her. That's pretty cool. Stiffer's mom. Yeah, Stiffer's mom. She's <laughs> got it going on now with an Emmy. Well deserved. Uh, speaking of comedies, uh, I wanted to kind of pivot over to a little bit. Um, Danny, our boy. We got Ted Lasso. <laughs> we got our boy with another back to back with a back to back win as well. Dude, he won. He won a comedy. He won the best comedy series and. The show's so good that they put him in the next FIFA game. They put yeah. AFC <laughs> Richmond in the, FIFA. Not just him, the, the whole team. team. Yeah, the whole awesome. team. You, and you, even Roy Kent, which is really yeah. funny. I wonder if you get the Roy Kent. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> They'd have to, that game would have to flag at TVMA, but it would be like, or whatever rated MA, but like, it, it would have to. Like, you ha- they have to bleep it out. And then Arlo White has to do the same and thing. Hopefully, when, like, when you play as a team, they'll like, 
they have the chance that they have to like Jamie talk to do Jamie talk to yeah I I was in around rewatching the show again yeah I have a thing for this show like this show I could rewatch that show anytime but you know it was this was a talking about Ted Lasso winning for best comedy like there were some really stacked heavy hitters this time around you had hacks. Marvelous Miss Maisel, Only Murders in the Building season one is great. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is a favorite of mine. Like especially this this past season was freaking awesome. Yeah, it's like, a stack. That's a stack. And I know you guys loved Barry. Barry, oh was my great. goodness, Barry was out of hand. The, the thing is, it's it's one of these where it's like not really. A I would say most likely, I don't know about Hacks. I haven't seen it, but I would assume Hacks is similar to Barry, where it's like. Either dark comedy or it's more like dramedy. Yeah, it's it's situationally right. like, so like ironic comedy. So it's comedy. always like, should those be in the comedy um, uh, section. section? So section, it's like I yeah. don't know. So I feel like even if you take those out, the rest of them and same thing, Miss Maisel. Miss Maisel is a is a drama about a comedian, kind of like Hacks, <laughs> and there are funny moments in it, but it's mainly a drama. Yeah. So to me, at least, probably the main. Actual comedies would probably be Ted Lasso, We Do in the Shadows, Abbott Elementary, Abbott Elementary, and Curb, and Only Murders in the Building. And even with just those, so you remove those other ones, even with those, all of those could win. So, like, yeah. this whole category is just stacked. Yeah. I would love to see Curb win before it ends. I don't know when it's going to end. I believe he said the next season might be the last. I, it, it probably it it should. Curb is so funny. Yeah, Curb is great. Whoever has HBO, just go watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dude, I had a. It's so funny. I had the privilege, not really privilege, I was unlucky enough to be have a. Uh, in, basically, having been uh, sick with COVID for a few days. Uh, this was back in December of last year. And. Uh, you binged thanks, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I binged the whole thing. <laughs> thank thanks, Noel. Thank God he got. He got better, but he was like, I'm just going to binge I'm all gonna of binge. Kirby Enthusiasm. Dude, somebody dropped the 50! I Just that whole episode is so ridiculous. Like, I think it's like season four or something, but uh, yeah, Kirby is just, it's wonderful. It's so damn good. Um, uh, then you have, but so like, going into like directing for a comedy watch, series. Watch all of them. Watch all of those in that category. Yeah, watch them all. Uh, Abbott Elementary, you should be able to find a thing on what, P? Or no, Hulu? And it's Hulu, Hulu, yeah, yeah Hulu. Now, <laughs> um, I would say is going into like comedy as well as um, uh, Ted Lasso winning for uh, the No Weddings and a Funeral episode. That was the what I call the um, the Rick Roll episode. It was mm-hmm. Really fun. You also um, got Jason Sudeikis who won that yeah. as a lead actor, lead actor in the comedy, and not CGI person, but actually a real life person, Brett Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> not CGI, uh, but he's going to be CGI Big in Man. FIFA. Oh. <laughs> so let's see what happens now. <laughs> I know it's not real. Is it real? Who knows? He looked CG in uh, Thor for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, just a little bit. Thump, that love and thunder uh, zing here. But yeah, um, but for yeah, another stat category, Jason Sudeikis beat out Martin Short and Steve Martin. Like yeah, OGs yeah. of like Bill Tom Hader and Donald Glover. Oh, Donald Glover. Man. Donald Glover, man. We get this last season of Atlanta now, but. It's gonna be nuts, dude. Um, writing for a comedy series actually went to Abbott Elementary again. That's for the pilot. Awesome stuff. I just yeah, I, it's got a really great charm. Um, it's just like if you you know you know people who are teachers, like you're gonna find a lot of things relatable. Um, it's really good. And um, if we go into uh, we talked about supporting actor again, Brett Goldstein as a win was that was a tough one because. Like you could have given it to uh like Tohib Jimo was is uh 
is uh, Samuel Bassanya. Mm. Like he could yeah, have, he was one of like the main characters. He could have taken away, taken that one away. Same thing with Nick Muhammad. Like Nick Muhammad, like is now somebody that I've. If he's in stuff, like I, I it part gets my attention. Like he's in a movie coming up, I think, with Tina Fey, and uh, who's Nick Muhammad? Uh, is Nate Nate Shelley? Oh, yeah. yeah. Screw that. <laughs> no, he's good. He's but her, no, he's really good. Yeah, he's really, really good. Um, and then obviously Henry Wrinkler put in work this season in in Barry. Like this was a, a wild season. Um, supporting actress went to Cheryl Lee Ralph, which uh, also made history. I think it was like the last uh, black woman to win this since like nineteen in the, since the eighties, I think. Um, but you know she beat out a stacked cast. Was she her speech? Uh, no, I, I read a bit about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty epic. She, like, sang and everything. It almost was like a, like an like Oscar, like a church sermon. It was pretty, oh, pretty epic. Damn. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Um, I well yeah. deserved, man. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And she beat out, um, like, I personally, if I had to pick, cause this was a, a Ted Lasso stacked, ca- uh, like, category, I would have given it to Sarah Niles, who played, uh, Dr. Sherrod. Yeah. Like, she was awesome. So I was like, you know what? Well, I'll allow it. <laughs> Not that I have have any allowance. Anything, you said Gene Smart won, right? Gene Smart won Best Actress. I mean, that's in a comedy. In a comedy, like yep, that's also stacked. That's that's rough. Who was it? Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for yep. Ms. Maisel. Kinta Brunson for yeah, Abbott Elementary. Uh, Katie yeah. Polko for the flight attendant. Oh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae right. and Elle Fanning. So they, there's a lot of Got great lot actresses of there. Of, and like, I didn't get a chance to finish uh, season two of Flight Attendants. Like, out, I think. But Kaylee Cuoco, like, surprised a lot of people. She's not nominated for Harley Quinn. Because that show is No, hilarious. but apparently she she's Harley in the show, yeah, right? Yeah, that show is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Um, Favorite character other than Kite Man is uh, King Shark. Ron Funches <laughs> so many Ron Funches is hilarious as King Shark but anyway uh, I mean like I think for the most part like uh, there were some of like you mentioned some of like the, the technical awards we talked about like best like show theme song went to uh, obviously White Lotus is it I forgot was it Severance or Loki won something so I think Severance, Severance won best won overall music the, the I guess like the video portion of the theme song oh good like it didn't win best song, but it won best opening. Good, it should have. In if, general, if anyone hasn't, again, if you haven't seen Severance, go watch it. But don't skip that intro because that intro is that's art. Like the way all of the all that stuff comes out, and then as you watch through the show, a lot of the clues come through. I can't, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's just you have like Adam Scott running away from like him in his head, but he looks so like weirdly lifeless, but also like lifelike. The the. The intro video, yeah, yeah the intro yeah, video yeah. is so good. Like, it's out of it's hand. It's trippy, but you're interested. It's trippy. Looks like it's like PS2 <laughs> CGI graphics. graphics. This is weird. It's like borderline PS3 graphics, <laughs> but then like it, it yeah, also <laughs> like it also like it also goes well with the music yeah. perfectly. Yeah, like it's so good. And then can we can we talk about how Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? Yes, you One can. outstanding television yes, movie. Yes, you can, because we've all I seen it. it. <laughs> he did call this a few episodes back. I still haven't finished it. It's, it's, did you get to the point where they get to the convention? No. Oh, I, I saw 20 minutes of it, or 30 minutes. Dude, I But can't. I was on a plane, and I, the, I couldn't hear anything. Like the convention in the beginning? No, the convention in the middle of the movie. No. With the meta uh, thing. I, Dude, I okay, Danny, I see that. Danny knows what I'm talking about. Anyone who's listening also knows what I'm talking about. So um, good. It's, uh... 
Dude, did, did you at least get to the part where they go to the building and it's this like big, tall, uh, like Viking-looking guy that's voiced by Seth Rogen? No. Oh my god. There's he's so just, many moments dude, that like I don't remember, but I He has like, the Polar Express yeah. eyes, dude. It just it's oh. so perfect. It's like he's not looking at you, but he is. There's so many references <laughs> to things that I'm just like how many movies have I seen? I was like, how did From they this? get in there? Yeah. Like how did they do that? Oh, it was it it's it's so good. Um like uh just the fact that uh like, like Chip is just selling insurance, and like he's walking in. He's you you pick you picked up. He was listening to Lamb of God when he took off his AirPod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of little things like that. I, are I just need to perfect. I need to go on YouTube and see all the references of. There's stuff a, I mean, I if, if it's not there, you need to. We can make that list. That'll be fun. All the Chip and Dale references, but only in, after Anthony watches it. Uh, yeah, well deserved win. Good job, Disney Plus. You got one. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but you know, from that, I think we did. Did we do limited series? Did we say that limited series was uh, White Lotus. White Lotus yeah. one. It was either it was Dope Sick, Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and White Lotus. Yeah, um, Dope Sick uh, did get wins for uh, some of the acting ones, like Michael Keaton. Michael one. Keaton won for lead actor in an anthology series. Yep. So I guess I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Uh, then you had uh, Amanda Seyfried winning for the Dropout. Uh, is that a Hulu one? Yes. Yeah, it's a Hulu yeah. one, if I'm not mistaken. I'm too busy watching, uh, Welcome to Wrexham on, on Hulu. Like, a couple sports documentaries. I don't know how I got in that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, huh? Yeah, and Rob McElhaney. Yeah, man. It's always sunny. Sunny. Yep. Mythic Quest. Anyway, um, with that, that's actually a great dovetail, uh, to wrap up a bit of our Emmys, uh, discussion. Anybody's into award shows, especially on the Emmys, if you haven't seen any of those shows, I mean, they win awards for a reason. We're not just here parroting some of the, the critics and the voting. We actually see that these are insanely good. Um, they're that good for a reason. Check them out um, and, you know, get back to us. We'd love to hear what you guys think. If you've seen some of these shows, if you thought Stranger Things should have won things or there should have been more for Squid Games. Even though it also won Best Drama Directing for the pilot, mm. uh, which is pretty awesome. Or was it the pilot? Yeah, it was Red Light, Green Light. Red Light, yeah. Green Light. That was the first yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, great stuff, man. So it's awesome. Yeah. And I believe if you want to watch it, you can probably watch on demand or maybe even on Hulu. And it was fun. Uh, Keenan, Keenan Thompson was the host and he did a great job. Um, there was a cool moment that he had in the middle of it where... Kel comes out of nowhere and they what? they do like a mini they do a they mini? do like a good burger joke and oh. just like hug it out and <laughs> no yeah, it was way. a cool moment in the middle of it so no how did any, I miss any that? 90s people that that watched Kim and Kel or all that did Kel love uh, or, uh did talk about orange soda no he did damn Kel <laughs> <He laughs> orange he soda but yeah uh, if you're interested at all in watching the show I know it's a long show but you could probably fast forward through some of that stuff hopefully uh, whatever service that you have will let you um yeah it was fun nice very cool that's a nice little bow on our emmys topic uh with that we get to our nitty-gritty our favorite seg segment uh where we talk about our recently watched stuff on our popcorn watch list stuff that wasn't and then we decide hey put it on there for the week uh danny since you just came back uh talk, we'd love to hear a little bit about what you got to watch in the meantime yeah so i got to watch couple movies that I've been wanting to get off the list. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them I saw on the plane 
because I had 12 hours of flight time. Good <laughs> lord. 12 uh, hours of flight time. Two and back. Okay. Jeez. So that's 24 hours of movie potential time. So you watched Air Force One, <laughs> Turbulence. No, I did see Top Gun, though. Oh. Nice. On a plane. So, like, you know, that that's the best way to see it. That's 5DX. You didn't watch Castaway? No. I don't think I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch Lost. Why don't watch playing. Lost. Yeah, I've made that mistake once. That's too much time watching Lost. No, no, just, the pilot. Just, just pilot. the pilot. Oh, I watched oh, the first no. episode. I mean, the first episode is great. The first two. I mean, the, the first two are awesome. Two. Yeah. Um, so, first one I saw was, uh, other than Top Gun, was The Contractor. Oh. With, um... um. Why do I feel that? No, no, no it uh, sounds it's like a, a Liam Neeson. It, no, it's a, a, it's a one of the Chris's. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Uh, yeah. I think it's on Amazon. So, so yeah, it is an Amazon one, I think. Yeah, it was on Amazon. It was Prime. like one of those that came out in theaters and like left after like one or two weeks. Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't like it too much, but I feel like it was a, a knockoff terminal list. Really? But it wasn't. But as it came good out before terminal, terminal list. list. Did it also come out before it? Yeah. What? Or, or I think it maybe came out at the same time. Ooh. No, I'm pretty sure it came out before. And they're, it was and they're both similar. done by Amazon? Oof. Yeah. Maybe they realized, like, why did we do the same thing mm. twice? It had some cool moments, Wait, but... Gillian, Gillian Jacobs is in this? I feel like oh, yeah. some some things were kind of like... Some plot lines were, like, there and then just didn't amount to anything. Okay. Oh, my favorite. Dangling plot lines. Yeah. Uh, April 7th. But, um... Definitely, if you want to watch something in that style, watch Terminal List instead. <laughs> I will tell you, so then to confirm the it. The other Chris. Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. <laughs> Not Chris Pratt. So, um, this came out, ter- Terminal List came out after the contracting. Oh, okay. So, it was yeah. like, it's so, a knockoff. It feels like a knockoff, even though it came yeah. out before. Ooh. <laughs> Battle of the Chris. Interesting. Battle of the... T- but how, how much... One of them didn't have Taylor Kitsch. Mm. How much longer did it take for it to though? A few months. Uh, really? I think, I'm pretty sure this this it came out in July. Okay. Yeah, July first. Huh. According to yeah, all the episodes came out in July first. Okay, and then um, I saw a Netflix movie. Oh, it was an older well, not a Netflix movie. It's a movie, an older movie that is now on Netflix. Okay, from 2007. All right, it's called Cleaner. With Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Ed Harris. Oh, I thought you meant the cleaner. No, just cleaner. Which no, I think that was Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that one. But I it's not. uh mm, I'm remembering it now, now looking at it. So I it's not seen it. I am the It's based on a Mendes in this and Luis Guzman. Yeah. Uh, oh. famed uh, alumni of Greendale <laughs> College. <laughs> Community College. <laughs> So Samuel L. Jackson works as a um, has contractor a, has a contracting <laughs> company where they go in and clean murder scenes. Yeah. So uh, main clean gist scene. is that he goes to clean a job at a house, and then later on he goes back to drop off the key or whatever. But the person that's living there wasn't aware that there was a murder at the house. So then there's this whole mystery of what happened. Uh, Random fact, Kiki Palmer's in this. Yes. That's pretty cool. Keela and the Beat. Keela and the Beat. You got Ed Harris, too. Ed Harris is the man. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. Uh, It It came out in 07. Is it one of those, like, 
It was a cool little thriller, right? Yeah, Direct it was a cool DVD thriller. Movies movies yeah, probably with most pretty good actors, I know. Yeah. Okay. It, right. it did. It, this is like the movie that does well, like on Netflix. You yeah. Know, after, years after it came watch out, it whenever in the hey, there yeah. we go. All right. All right. Then the nice. next one I saw was which I haven't seen uh, up until now. Heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, Sicario. Ooh. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. That's your boy, oh, Denis Villeneuve. Now you're good, uh, man. Good one. And, uh, with Benicio Del Toro. Blunt. We got Thanos in there. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Daniel Kaluuya. Thanos. The I forgot that Dan- that Daniel Kaluuya is in John there. John Bernthal also. Yeah, yep. he, he came in towards the Bernthal, end there. Emily yeah. Uh, Emily Blunt was great in this movie. Yeah. Victor Garber is like the head of the... Is like one of like their, their team head. Jeffrey Donovan's in this too. It, it was supposed to be in more stuff. He's in Law and Order now. Like really, they, yeah. Like okay. he's he, he graduated from USA to I know, NBC. Like, Burn Notice was too fun. That he needs to be more. Burn Notice was just not so much fun. It was also good. Yeah, like it was entertaining. It did perfect. Case of the week, end with overarching plot. Like it that it mastered that formula. It was that good. But this one was great. The, the visuals and the scenes that they chose. Yeah, or awesome. Dude, that final scene. Yeah, dude, that final scene. So good and. The acting, top notch. So, definitely check it out if you guys want. I think that was like the movie that got him noticed, and then he did. I think Prisoners after that. Uh, pri- with um Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and then yeah. after that he did Arrival. So it was kind of like back to back Ooh. to back. Prisoners came out before this one. Did it? Yeah, before Sicario. Twenty thirteen. So what Sicario came out? What came, out what came out before Prisoners? Because I remember there was like a movie that got him. Like no, it might have been prisoners. Um, I thought prisoners was the first one that had. Well, prisoners was two thousand fourteen. Oh, and Taylor Sheridan, uh, uh, wrote the wrote wrote Sicario. Yeah, he wrote a lot of movies before he became like this massive showrunner for for a big universe now for a lot of shows. Uh, you know, his big thing now is, uh, Yellowstone. is Yellowstone. Yes, the Yellowstone universe. Dude, my, my <laughs> mom is all up he on did, Yellowstone. He did 1883, and now they're doing a prequel. Yeah. I would, his own universe. At first, I couldn't get into <laughs> Yellowstone, because I was like, I I can't relate to this. But it's just, they're still just, compelling. I was so like, oh, it just... It's, many good things about it. Yeah, like, it just, it just, it gets better. Like, he, it's, it's one of the shows. Uh, 1883 is actually good. Hell or High Water, the movie. Uh, the movie? Yeah, with Chris Pine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I was thinking about Hell on Wheels. I was like, no, that's different. No, no. That's AMC. But uh, yeah, before Prisoners, Denis Villeneuve did. Um, uh, da, 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 da. No, that was his that, first that thing. Was like his first that was his first high thing. Profile, yeah. and, then, yeah. and then Sicario was 2015. Mm-hmm. Arrival 2016. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, and then Doom. What a tracker. Dude, Blade Runner 2049 is it's long, but it's just so good. Like, it's, it's on HBO Max. It's so good yeah. that that movie made no money, and they're still planning on doing a sequel show to that movie. Yeah, they just announced the yeah. sequel show. They announced good. the show of uh, 2099. 2099? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay. Damn. <laughs> See, I I was behind on that news. Yeah, but so now I'm, I think it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember they, they tried... I thought there was something about an anime or something. That was something else. They did do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now they're doing the full grown. I did watch the anime initially. I forgot what studio did it, but yeah, it was like a couple episodes long. But good job! I'm really glad you got yeah. to see Sicario because that is an amazing. It movie. was it was great. And then I got two more. Did hit them. First movies, yeah. movies. Yeah, I left. Uh, this one I had seen before. 
but you know, I had just left Paris, so I had to watch Ratatouille. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, you that, didn't, not Ratatouille. You saw Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, good. We can talk about this. Wait, that, can we? No, no. I still don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen oh, it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just mentioning we'll forget anything that we just, it. And then for, we then we'll forget anything we'll, we said about We'll table that. We'll table that phrase we just said. Well, if you haven't watched it, watch Ratatouille. It's on Disney+. Plus. Why haven't you seen it? But Do it. <laughs> Do it. It's a top Pixar movie. Okay. And then this one, which haven't seen for... I've never seen it, but you guys mentioned it in one of the previous podcast episodes Ooh. in regards to the score. Ooh. And it's one that Zach had a disagreement on. Oh, he uh, says it wasn't memorable. The yeah. movie, the score, or no, no, no. Like, oh, this movie, this movie score this movie. is not memorable. Oh, like the music. Yeah. So, like, we're oh, like, oh, Back to the Future is not a memorable score. Yes, yeah, this guy. I don't. This guy. <laughs> uh, but the one that in that you guys were mentioning was Pacific Rim. Ooh. Yeah, um, what a cool movie. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It's a cool it was movie. a lot of fun. And the score was memorable. I liked it. the The score was great during all the action scenes. Tom Morello um, did all the guitar stuff, by the way. Really? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. big robots. That makes it even better. Fighting, fighting big giant aliens. monsters <laughs> in big cities. What and else do you want? <laughs> I mean, the, the the VFX for the aliens and the monsters or whatever awesome. they were. Yeah, they looked great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, my okay. One of the coolest parts is like the the Russian robot is like. He, he, like, headlocks one of them, and then yeah. like, he punches it, and it's like a just, rocket punch. He's like, the rocket. They go to him. He just, bop. This is so cool. Um, yeah, Del Toro had a lot of fun making that movie. Like, it was, he, you can, could tell he had a lot of fun. Can we talk about Ron Perlman? Yeah. Hell yeah, we can. <laughs> I mean, you saw the post-credit scene? Del Toro scene? loves Ron Perlman. Uh, did you watch the po- Did you watch the post credit scene? No. Oh, you gotta go back. You gotta go back. Well, I know there's a second movie. Don't, um, yeah, but I haven't seen it. It's not the same. It's, like, it's not Del Toro. My boy, it's, my boy John Boyega, but also Del Wasa. Like, you can then, watch it, and then you can be like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Del Toro got too busy. And you got uh, Charlie Day and... Um, uh, Burn Gorman. Burn Gorman. That duo. Yeah. Burn uh, Gorman is awesome. He was in Torchwood. That's uh, like a Doctor Who spinoff show that a friend of mine got me, got me into. And yeah, Burn Gorman's awesome. Uh, but, he was also randomly in The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows um, exactly what I'm talking but about, Anthony. Uh, this was a, a pretty fun movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than... Yeah, Charlie Hunnam is a cool dude, man. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam needs to be in more stuff. He's in some uh, some Apple TV Plus movie coming out in October. The first thing I saw him yeah. was in... Uh, the, 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 the Jed Apatow College comedy show that he did after... Fixing Geeks. What was it called? It was called uh, Select, unaccepted. unaccepted. No, 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 no. no. That's a. It that, was something else. That was a movie. That was uh, the Jonah Hill. What's uh, the, ask me about my wiener. What's the term? Yeah. What's the term that you use when you don't have like a major when you go to college? Oh, um, undeclared. That's what that's the, the show. Called, yep, it's undeclared. That's the show. See, called. I, I knew what the word was. <laughs> yep. I just couldn't say it. I was like, I knew. I knew Believe what... me, anyone listening right now, I he and I just had the, the exact moment of it's undeclared. You, yeah, you guys synced up. Like, yeah, we did. Like we yeah, I turned on. <laughs> I turned on Bluetooth, and then it worked. Yeah, no, Finally. we we got in sync uh, in the Jaeger. No, my man's bass or. Um, <laughs> Timberlake. No, I'm Timberlake. You're okay. you're, you're, am... you're Joey. Joey, fat one. <laughs> nice. You're in my big fat Greek wedding. 
<laughs> you know, you know, he has his own restaurant, right? Yeah, it's called Joey, Joey Fat, Fat Ones. Ones. <laughs> it's a hot dog place. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's great. Why that. not? It's like I'm in a, yeah. a place called Mom's Spaghetti. Uh, I mean, that's genius, though. Yeah, Mom's Spaghetti. Right. When did you get to Washington? All right, so a couple of things other than like your standards. Uh, so I got to the theater to go and watch. Uh, a genre that I normally don't ever watch, because uh, I normally, I don't know why, but ever since we started doing this, I've been getting into watching a little bit more horror than I'm used to, Ooh, so I went nice. around uh, and got myself into the, my butt in the theater to watch Barbarian. Nice. Uh, good things. It I... is surprisingly good. It just, it's always, you think it's about something, and then it changes it up uh, just ever so slightly. And it's smart enough to bring up and introduce certain underlying themes without hitting you upside on the head with them. Um, everybody in the movie is great. Uh, like, I just, it's... Um, Justin Long's in it. Right? Justin Long's <laughs> in it. So it was like, man, like, he's back doing stuff. But uh, Georgina Campbell that. really, like, is carrying a lot of the movie on her shoulders. And she does an awesome, awesome job. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, like he's he's there in it for a bit, and like it's just um, it, it it's really freaky, like but it's yeah, like it has those moments, but it's also just it's really just off putting, and yeah, freaks you out, but it all it's also like a little subversive too, and I it's it's really it's a horror movie that's hard to describe in a certain sense without giving certain stuff away. Um, I would just say, dude, go watch it. Um, it's it should still be in theaters right now. Um, Especially now that we're going into October, it's a good time to watch horror. It's a spooky season, everybody. So you know it's kind. We'll uh, talk about some Halloween horror movie recommendations soon. So. Yeah, we'll get out there watch some of our favorites. Even and it's a even though it's a genre, I'm not. I don't care too much for. You've been actually watching a lot because you saw this and then you saw um, the Black Phone. Yep. Um, so you've been getting some horror. Yeah, I have been kind of getting my you know feet wet into. It. I mean, it it helps when the movies are genuinely good. Good, yeah. Like Black Phone is great. Like it's just um like Scott uh this guy Scott Derrickson and, and Ethan Hawke just uh they just match really up, well yeah. since Sinister. Like and it just they're just that good. Yeah, I enjoyed the Black Phone a lot. That, yeah, that one's also really good. If you want to check it out. That one's on Peacock. Uh, if you want to watch it. Yep, yep. Uh, then moving on to some of the the streaming stuff. Um, I got into. A show that I had remembered was coming out, but I finally had a chance to sit down. Only 10 episodes, um, though it is an anime, so you have to kind of understand that. But you gotta watch, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Or Edge Runner. Like, it's really good. Is that, that's based off the game, right? It's based off the game, which is based off of an old tabletop game and, uh, the whole lore and everything. So, like, uh, people are, know it primarily just because of the game that came out a little, uh, year and change back. Uh, but the show is awesome. Uh, people who don't know a lot about anime, the, the, a lot of times the studio matters a lot in terms of art direction and the way, uh, action is, uh, brought up. So this is a studio that's very famous called Studio Trigger. Anthony knows what I'm talking about. Um, so they've done a lot of, yeah, like they're, they have a cool name, first and foremost, but secondly, they've done (laughs) some great anime over the past, like, 10, 12 years. Did you watch Star Wars Visions? Yeah. Okay, they did the episode with the two siblings, right? The twins. The two twins. Oh, that was the one, one that's bonkers. Yeah, yeah that just trigger. goes bonkers. Yeah. 
They're the, known for doing bonkers stuff like that. The crazy thing is, yeah, there are there are some some bonkers visuals in this show, but a lot of it still stays true to the aesthetic of the game. Which to say is, you know, there is a whole lot of like, you know, violent stuff. There are heads popping basically and a lot of crazy stuff going on, but uh it is it's done really well. Like I just people who don't even watch anime, like if they like just the kind of a good story, um, you know, watch it. Like, you know, it's it's up there. Like in terms of Netflix is better, like original animated content. So things like Castlevania obviously, so um <laughs> Yeah, just, just watch Castlevania. <laughs> also, Castlevania is good. Go watch Castlevania. Uh, and um, lastly, there's another thing on Netflix that I kind of stumbled onto because I had a family member watch it. Um, it is a Korean sort of like crime drama with a little bit of funniness to it, but it's mostly kind of like a like a gritty crime drama. It's called um, like a in Korean, it's called Narco Saints, but I guess in English it's like the accidental narco. It's about a guy who um, basically who ran a business but gets roped into helping like the Korean uh, National Intelligence Service to find this this guy who's uh, like pretending to be a pastor like in Suriname, so like the north part of South America, mm-hmm. who's trying to get into like the drug trade and send drugs over to Korea. So like he finds himself kind of like going in deeper and deeper and deeper, like an undercover informant. Um, it actually has one of the actors from um, was uh, Park Hae-soo was in uh, Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was, like, the, the dude with the glasses. Like, he's, like, his, the, the main character's friend. But uh, it's a it's a surprisingly fun show. Like, some of the action's really cool. Like, uh, there's some decent fight sequences. Uh, not, a, you know, no shaky cam stuff going on. So cool. it's, a, it's legit. Like, it's a fun, cool little show. Um, what I, was that on? That is on Netflix. Um, I did take a weekend trip to go to a concert uh, to go see Rammstein, who also, uh, by the way, are in the movie Triple X at the very beginning. <laughs> I have to bring that up every time. The first Triple X? The first Triple X, okay. yeah. Not Stay the Union. No, okay. with Ice uh, Cube. And then the third one, Return of Xander Cage. Why are there three? <laughs> so the first one. Triple X. Give you context. I don't know if Danny, you've seen them you've seen Triple X? Triple X three should have been called And then it would have been six X's. Vin Diesel just keeps messing up with his titles, man. Yeah, like fast Triple X three. Triple X three X. Triple X. Triple X. The Triple X thing. When you're doing it with Magic Mike, I'm sure the next Magic Mike will be Triple X And that's genius. But Double entendre. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, those guys have their one of their great hits uh, at the beginning, and they have their own like pyro concert and everything there too. Uh, so, but on the flight there, um, I pulled uh, a Zach and Danny, and I, there's no way I had to, I had to rewatch Top Gun. You you saw me watching it in the plane, and you got jealous. You were like, you yeah, know you know what? Well, I so you had to pump up your numbers. I had to pump those numbers up. <laughs> all, I'm only at four now. Like. <laughs> If those are rookie numbers. I gotta pump those numbers up. But uh, and then on the way back, I had the privilege of watching finally Licorice Pizza. Nice. So Ooh. that was cool. Bradley Cooper's nuts. Saw it. You saw it? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Bradley Cooper. Saw it, yeah. We saw it. Bradley Cooper's nuts. Yeah. In that movie, it's freaking great. Dude, when the van starts going backwards, <laughs> and they're just like, "Nope, we're going for it." Like, as a, uh, I, there was a guy I was uh, next to in the plane and telling him about like you know Paul Thomas Anderson stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, like that guy does a lot of these like, you know, quirky dramas and, you know, um, 
either quirky dramas or really serious dramas. And it's funny because he also did uh, There Will Be Blood. And that's another movie I saw on a plane. So it's like it needed to be the Paul mm. complete the Paul Thomas Anderson circle. Punch Drunk Love, right? Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights, which um, had uh, Mark Wahlberg seeing The Touch. Yeah, don't watch down the plane. No, <laughs> but Mark, watch Mark Wahlberg singing The Touch by Stan Bush. Yes, which he never sang in any of his Transformers movies, which is a crime. I know. Uh, it's, a shame. it's it's terrible. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. He also did obviously Phantom Thread, so like he just homies with um what's it daniel day lewis now retired nice he's too good um you know and, and yeah that was my it was a surprisingly fun little chunk of recently watched and some kind of fun things i got to see and it broadened a little bit of the horizons so yeah for sure nice. barbarian edge runners um narco saints you'll find it as narco saints in the on the netflix queue and then, um, obviously, Licorice Pizza, if you can get around to watching it. Top Gun, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, America has seen the movie, like, 18 million times, so it's not like I have to go out and rewatch it. But, uh, you know, it's there. Yeah, definitely a good it's list there. to add to your watch list. We'll post some of these as a recommendation post soon. So, yeah, man. I feel it's the Barbarian, yeah. Anthony, close us out, Chief. All what right. do you got? I mean, movies-wise, I didn't watch much these past, like, two weeks or so, week and a half, but I did watch Clerks 3 last week. Nice. Um, it was one of those, like, special event, kind of like Fathom event movies. It was a one-day thing. After the movie, there was, like, 30 minutes of kind of, like, making of the movie. Oh, Kevin cool. Smith, just Kevin Smith talking about, you know, what they had to go through to make it and how he came up with the movie, and it was, it was cool. The movie... It was good. It's. I'm still thinking about it. Um, I don't know. I still don't know if I liked it. It's. It's weird because it. It was fun. There was funny moments, but it got kind of. It got like really sad. Like out of nowhere. Not even oh. out of nowhere. Like. That's what I've heard. It's like it's, it, not, it's a tonal shift. There's but the thing is there's multiple, so it's like spread throughout the movie where there's like random sad moments. You're like geez, like this like hit hard out of nowhere. And, and you're just not used to that in Kevin Smith movies. Um, so, like, overall, if you, like, look at it as, like, the library of his movies, because he kind of now has, like, his own, he called like, the View Universe. His, his past couple movies have kind of just been, like, a big meta fest. So, it's like, the movies will be pretty good if you've watched all his other stuff. But I feel like if you watch Clerks 3, as someone who hasn't seen any Kevin Smith movies, you probably won't like it at all. It's pretty much like a love letter to the other two Clerks movies and then a bunch of other like funny things and Easter eggs from his other movies. Like Chasing Amy, Mulrats. Yeah, so he, he gets yeah. cameos of people that have been in other movies. Ben Affleck is in it because he, he keeps popping up in his movies. Mark Hamill. So like, it had good moments in it. Um, it was done well. It was just like, I don't know if I like the ending. Um, but that's just me. It has been getting actually like really good reviews, surprisingly. Um, compare comparable to I guess some of his past couple movies. So I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's mainly of if you if you enjoy where it goes at the, the end. No, because yeah, I mean I I know, but I've seen either all or most of his movies, so like I know his style. I enjoy it. Um, and I enjoy like his movies for like what they are, and like I. 
kudos to him that he's you know still doing his thing. Um, but yeah, uh, not so sure about the ending. It was good and it was sad, but I'm not sure if I <laughs> liked how he ended it. Um, but yeah, if whenever it gets into digital or streaming, I suggest it if you're at all a fan of Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good watch, but yeah, let us know. Let me know how you how you feel about the end of that movie because I'm still kind of still going over it. I don't know whether to give the movie like a seven, seven and a half, or like a like a five. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where it's like like I I think I watched something good, but I don't really know personally if I like the way it ended. That's how I felt with everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, but <laughs> no way. But that, but that makes sense. I feel like that movie could is like could be way more divisive because yeah. either you don't like the style or you do. It's it's I I can understand if why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. Um, well, though I guess we're we're in the uh, Anthony and I are in the agreement that yeah the style's great because I like it, it yeah. works. Like, it really no, no, works. Right. But I remember when I came out, I was just like. You like you like I want to like it, but I, I don't know I if want I do to like, like it. it that, yeah, yeah, that's how I was. That's how I was with Clerks. It was just like okay, that's fair. It was sad. The acting was good, surprisingly, because you know the two main characters of of the Clerks movies they're not well known actors. They're guys that friends of his that he got when they're all in their twenties, and it's like, hey, <laughs> do this movie for me. Um, um, but yeah, they they actually put in some good performances in there. Pretty cool. Okay. So it was fun. If you like his movies, I'd say go watch it. See for yourself how how you like it. But yeah, for movies, that's pretty much it. And then my viewing has mainly been shows because of like the You're weekly. You're the show guy here. Well, yeah. because it's, it's now, now there's, we're literally in like the month or two months of like a crazy amount of good shows that are coming out. Yeah, this and is they're on different. TV. Yeah, and they're yeah. on different days of the week. So Which now, right, so now Andor just came out. So I watched Andor, it's on Wednesdays. Uh, yep. It was stuff. great. There's three episodes. Hot. It was great. It's a slow burn and just... Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. And then Thursdays, She-Hulk, for, for me, not so great, but I still watch it. And then Fridays is Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Very which pretty is, show. is very cool. I, I'm liking it. Yeah. And then and Sundays, then Sundays is the hot D. The hot D. Dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I recommend all of them. Go watch all of them. Yeah. Obviously, She-Hulk is probably the lesser of all of those. I will be the but, one on the on the hill that say I actually enjoy the fact that it's just different from everything. Like, it's very it. much a sitcom Do at it. this point. Yeah, I could see yeah. other people enjoying it. Uh, I don't know. It's just... It's not like... I'm not... Not that everything has to be 100% for me, but it's not even like... I feel like it's not even like 70% for me. Um... It, I've, I've liked a little bit of it parts, but we're like what five or six episodes in. I think six. This recent one is pretty fun. Yeah, I watched, Again, I watched all, it. I watched for it. me, they're all fun. But out of like a nine episode thing, I thought like, oh, nine episodes, they'll have like a more story to tell, and it might no, be better than these other Yeah. No, we'll we'll make every episode like shorter. It's twenty minute episodes, like an actual sitcom. The thing is, and then and then like instead of using a nine to make like a long story, it's kind of like a sitcom where it's just an individual week to week episode. Yeah. So and then with very minor things at the end of the episode. Yeah, which we yeah. started getting. We got a couple few episodes ago. We got one again this time. Um, the 
weird it, fun thing about the or sorry not the fun thing the thing that always concerns me is like when I also fire up the episode on a lot of stuff on Disney I'll I'll look at the runtime and I have to, I know I have to shave five minutes off that runtime dude no the, not the even credits like and credits are like seven minutes yeah <laughs> and then there's the minute and the the minute recap and then the minute of the Marvel, Marvel fanfare intro. yeah like it's just like dude <laughs> I'm so it's like, like eight minutes eight nine minutes they have to take off yeah. Uh, so yeah, those I, credits are out of hand. I don't know what's all the, all the countries that they have to show. Yeah, of, and then in Spanish, yeah, and then in, it's, it's, yeah, it's and then Polish. You know, you got to go through a, like a whole bunch of languages. But at least the cool thing with TV shows right now is every day you got something different. And There's something out there for everybody at this yeah, point, which so is fun. TV I'm is, cool with that. TV is killing it right now. Yeah, so. now like football's back, so if you're like a sports person, you can watch different sports. If you're not into these shows, so. This fall, or it's fall now, but this summer and fall have been very, very good for TV. So definitely. Oh, I just remembered. I watched, I watched this random thing where I didn't even realize it was part of a season of a show. I thought it was like an individual mini documentary. It was on Netflix and it's called Untold. It's a docu series called Untold, and I think it has it's on season two now, and it's just like hour long episodes of a different subject. And I saw one, and it had to do with N one basketball, oh. because I liked that. I used to watch N one a lot when I was younger, yeah. and it was pretty much like the story of N one and like why it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. So, it's actually part of a series because I've seen it recommended. Yeah, 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 it's an hour long, like mini documentary about about, and that's that's just one of the episodes of the untold like docu series. Netflix has a, a bunch of those type of shows yeah. where they and they don't even advertise it. Yeah. It's like I would have never known that. I just saw it one day. I'm like. What's this end one? I'm like, oh, and it's like the story of the rise and fall. And I'm like, and then it made me think, like, oh yeah, what happened to end? <laughs> what happened to end one? I used to like like that stuff. Everybody like, loved to. They'd always and one. And all that stuff. You would juke somebody in the hallway yeah. and you'd be and one. Yeah, like yeah. it was, but yeah, it was cool. I I I highly recommend that if you were remotely interested at all in basketball or street ball or. Or even the clothes or the shoes of yeah. one from yeah. maybe what, like 15 years 15 ago? Years, 15, 20 yeah, like years early ago. Yeah, like early 2000s. They, 15, were, they were huge in the early 2000s. That, rem- that reminds me of like, uh, so Netflix also has a series called Chef's Table. Mm-hmm. And they, they've done spinoffs. And the most recent spinoff, and it's pretty baller, is on pizza. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And apparently this one dude, one episode is about a guy who does a, uh, it's called the, the Pizzeria Place. It's called Pizzeria Bianco. And it's in Phoenix, Arizona. And I was in Phoenix in like May, and I was really mad that I didn't know about it ex- its existence until like way after. But I gotta go back. Yeah, I gotta go back because apparently some dude's like the best pizza in the world is in Phoenix, Arizona. In the world. Yeah, the some world. guy says the best pizza in the world is in. Arizona. And I was like, whoa, like that's a statement. <laughs> but the way the guy uses maybe, maybe a lot the, of the U.S. Materials, but in the world. The guy, I don't know, but it's a fun little show to watch if you're either feeling hungry or just inspired to see different takes. Anyway, there's stuff out there for anybody. That's the main point. You're welcome, Netflix. We are advertising for you. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if anybody would have seen. I, I honestly didn't know about that untold. And I'm like, season two? This isn't a movie? And I was like, no, it's an episode of a show. I'm like, wow, yeah. this is weird. Out of hand. But yeah, end one. Very interesting because I honestly did not know why they didn't exist. I don't exist anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now I do. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Sweet. So, All right. Awesome stuff, it. guys. Yeah. We got a good, good piece of content here. So to hold me over the weekend. Uh, no, it's not even this weekend. It's next weekend because that's when FIFA comes out when I get to play as AFC Richmond. <laughs> Go Greyhounds. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, um, 
you know, we'll be back next time with the full gang. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and checking it out. Check out the recommendations we gave you guys. Uh, trust us. They're good ones this time. A lot of fun. Uh, very interesting, insightful. And, you know, uh, share what you guys think when you watch them, all right? Thank you so much. Uh, stay pop until next time, everybody. Later. Later.